You're listening to that. <laughs> Thanks again for joining me, everybody. And today I have the amazing Sarah. Do you want me to say your last name? Yeah, you you got this. You got it. Hanagaratam. And I said it close. So close. Oh, gosh, darn it. (laughs) Hanagaratnam. Garatnam. Yes. So you don't say the T at the end then. It's kind of soft. Yeah, it's soft. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's like my husband. He's like, it's broke. So I'm, I'm like, it's broke. He's like, no, it's not K. It's broke. I'm like, what, a, honey? I'm white. You're Spanish. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> okay. I was like, if we really want to go back, I'll go back to my maiden name. We'll just do Beam. Beam black yeah. beer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Rolls rolls off a little easier. Right, <laughs> a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. So you, so you are with Exit Realty in Lubbock, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to lie, I was a, uh, a breath of fresh air to see you come out of the van with blue hair, rocking <laughs> boots, and I was like, shit, damn, hell yeah, this is my freaking <laughs> real estate agent, hell yeah, because I'm like, this ain't no stuffers wives up in here, I'm just telling you right yeah. now. <laughs> There are some of those here, but I, I'm not one of them, though. Uh, I, I'm i tired of that. Like, And over here, here's some cookies. Would you like a cookie? And let's over here to the foyer. You'll see a beautiful... <laughs> no, I'm good on that. Like, So here you can have like an awesome movie night. Uh, probably put like a popcorn machine here. That'd be me. <laughs> um <laughs> It was really nice because I, I think maybe I was looking at like an old picture, but like I Googled you and you had like brown hair. At least that's what I could have swore I saw. It's it's possible. I did for a while. I, I took a little break for about a year and let my hair heal and then it went back to blue again. So. Oh, okay. So yeah, it was probably, I was like, I was like, I, I told my husband, like, I could have swore I saw like brown. Maybe I just imagined she was like full brown hair completely yeah. imagine some different look <laughs> well I'm glad it was a good surprise because some I, I when I first started the blue I would kind of warn people before I met them and then eventually I was like nah they'll they'll be fine with it and and so far everyone has loved it oh yeah well because I think we're growing into that like we got to break away from the oh, tattoos oh, color mm-hmm. hair you know and it's like oh, I I really used to, I hated it at the post office. It doesn't say anywhere. You can't have your hair pink. Doesn't say anywhere. You can't have your hair blue. Doesn't say anywhere. It just says your hair should be appropriate, which means like it really shouldn't be in your face. It really shouldn't smell. It shouldn't be. It says nothing about color. And yet my Mm -hmm. boss, I colored, I put pink in it. He's like, your hair can't be that. I'm like, Hmm, show me in the regulations where it says I can't have pink in my hair. Well, it's in there. Like I read through it before I colored my hair. And I'm going to tell you right now, it doesn't say I can't have it pink. <laughs> like show me where it says I can't have it. <laughs> like, Oh, but did God. you get to keep it? Um, I fought it. Yeah. And I said, if you really want to fight me for it, um, you can take this up at the union. And he looked at me and I'm like, I'm going to tell you right now, I have the union president on my side with this. Do you really want to go with it? And he looked at me. And he dropped it. <laughs> Good. 
So, uh, yeah, I thought oh, that was a bad time in my life. I, I, I couldn't go a day without fighting every day for something in my life just to be normal. Mm. Yeah. So it was a, if that's your life, I'm going to tell you right now, it does get better. Find mm. that way to get out of that situation and go for it, but it will get better. Like mine was to find a way to transfer back to Spokane, which I did, but my life got better. And that was what mattered. But yeah, yeah no, that was a, oh man, that was horrible. Let's just say that postmaster should not be a postmaster anymore, but yet somehow he still is. I don't get it. Oh, yike. Yeah. Wow. But <laughs> right. Those are those people who should not be in charge. <laughs> yeah. There's, like, there's a surprising amount of those. I, and I told him, I'm like, I'm not showing up with head lice. I'm not showing up with my hair greasy. Like that is one thing. Like, I don't care if your hair is a thousand different colors, just wash it, brush it. You know, I don't even care if it's not even styled. <laughs> I don't care if you have curls galore and it's a fro, just make sure it's washed. <laughs> yeah. Lately. I, so, so, um, a few trips back to the salon I went with the shag because it was all over TikTok and I was like hey I want to try that and I have loved what it did with my what it did to my hair but growing it out now I'm able to do you know since it's a little longer I can do these big like kind of fair faucet curls and that so that's been my go-to lately loving that I think those big curls are amazing you know being when I went to cosmetology school that was uh they came in like you be amazed at the weirdest things that we've like learned you can braid mm-hmm. your hair and then put a perm through it and you get that permanent like semi-permanent beach wave in it yeah and I was like what I felt like I was like <laughs> my mind was blown like no way <laughs> I did cosmetology school for one semester and uh realized they were going to make me touch people's feet and I was like eh, no thank you I'm not sticking around for that. So that was a no from me. Though. That was my friend Crystal. She was like, ew, ew, how many, how many hours do I need of this? She was like, <laughs> you need 10, 10 hours. And she was like, oh, oh God. Like you could tell she was like panicking. Ugh. And so she, you know, she had her best friend that was there um, at the time. They're not friends anymore, but she had her best friend at the time. And she was like, okay, this week, all I'm going to do is give you pedicures. So she got them all knocked out in like one week. She was like, okay, I'm done. Whew, I'm done. Like, that was it. <laughs> you know, I wasn't a big fan of touching people's faces either, but the facial thing, I, I didn't really enjoy that either. My thing is like, I, I don't know. One of my friends is like, you should go into dentistry, like the, you know, the dental assistant, but when Ugh. you see some of the people's mouths, Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe if I worked with children, maybe, but then I'd be so mad. Some of the kids that come in and their teeth are rotten. That's like, I'd be like, we need to call CPS on this person because how the heck are these kids teeth this bad? Yeah. Oh, can, oh no. And then some of the adults, like their teeth, how are they not in misery? Like their mouths are rotting out. Like, mm. ugh, ugh. Even the <laughs> rot stuff aside. Like I, I can handle blood and vomit and poop and all this stuff. But if you drool on me, I will throw up. I cannot <laughs> handle spit slobber. Like, oh my God. How'd you when get my kids, were little, kids then? 
<laughs> oh, I can't. So instead of those little tiny burp cloths, I use the like the big swaddle blanket things. Yeah. And that's what I used for a burp cloth. I mean, I constantly had one. We're just like, nope, it would start to drip out. Nope, nope, cleaning that up. Could not. My daughter does this and my husband does this thing where he'll hold Mila up. And she does like, he's gotten her to do this where she puts her feet up to put her like in your, like to hit your face. Right. Well, she had this one and I went to kind of copy him and she drool came and I was like, oh! <gasps> oh. and I pulled her away just in time where it like missed my chin. It went right onto my chest. I was like, oh, my husband was like, did it get you? And I was like, nope, she's yours now. <laughs> And there was one time he did that and he didn't catch it. It was like right on his forehead, down his face. Oh, oh no. Mm-mm. Oh, I can't do, I can't do blood. That's the one thing I really wanted to be a vet. And like, I went to, um, well, okay. Actually I wanted to be a marine biologist very first off. Like when I was little, we went to the Seattle coast and I was like, I think I found a tooth. I mean, it looked like a tooth. It was like, cylindrical and it kind of came curved you know it looked like a tooth there was a dark spot on it kind of like a had like a cavity I was found and determined we went to the Seattle Sea Aquarium and I was like I really think I have a tooth and the lady was like oh wow we'd love to you know well they went and talked to one of the um, marine biologists we got to go down behind the whole scenes and everything where all the pipes and stuff were it was really neat and he's like are you in school? And I was like, yeah, I'm in school. He's like, have you learned any science? And I was like, yes. And he goes, you know, he goes, what if I add this acid um, to the water? And I was like, you don't want to do that. And he's like, why? He goes, it bubbles up. He's like, yes. He's like, you should always add water or acid or he's like, so I shouldn't add the water to acid. Right. And I said, no. And he's like, <laughs> so funny. You're, you're never going to forget this. And everyone listening is never going to forget this. He goes, do as you otter, add acid to water. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh my God, it's the dumbest thing. But yeah, I've never forgotten that. (laughs) That's kind of cute though. Yeah, do as you otter. (laughs) otter. (laughs) And uh, so uh, he put the acid on. He's like, so if this is calcium from a tooth, what should happen? I'm like, well, it should fizzle, you know, because it should be eating it. No, it was a rock. I was like, no, Aww. it looked just like a tooth though. Were you and heartbroken? I was. Yeah. I was like, dang it. I thought I had a tooth and, um, you know, they come out naturally. You'll, you can find them. But, uh, so I was like, dang it, that sucks so bad. And so growing up, I always had this interest, you know, I always wanted to be, I wanted to work with sharks because everyone was always just scared of sharks, but I wanted to work with the most elusive, which was the whale shark because, all you can see them is when they come near the surface. Other than that, most of the time they spend 90% of the time below the surface, so deep that most of the time people don't see them, hear them. Our trackers can't track them because they can't reach the surface. They break off and they have no data. It's, it's amazing. I just find it so interesting. And so I was like, oh, that's what I want. So in high school, I finally am like, this is what I'm going to pursue. I go to biology class. And I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to dissect a rat. I'm so excited. And, you know, we get there, we get our rat. And then I'm like, sweet. I get the knife or the, the little scissors to cut open the jaw. And I'm like, Ugh. Ugh. <sighs> Mr. Pichichi, these these scissors are horrible. They're broken. They're not working. And he goes over and he goes, 
you need to sit down. I'm like, no, it's not me. It's the damn scissors. They're broken. They won't cut. And he goes, you need to sit down. And then right then my like partner looks at me and goes, oh my God, you need to sit down. Apparently I was white as a ghost. Didn't know oh. it, didn't feel it. I wasn't mentally like, oh God, gross, ew, blood, ah. nothing. Oh. I was totally into what we were doing. But my body was like, oh, hell no. Nope, 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 nope. Because <laughs> I was like, and I sat down like, but seriously, I was like, okay, fine. I'm sitting. Look, I'm sitting. Okay, Mr. Pichiji, look, I'm sitting. Ugh. I'm like, but seriously, the scissors are broken. It won't even cut the damn rat's jaw. And he goes, there, done. I'm like, damn. <laughs> so, so I realized that I don't pass I, I have yet to pass out fully from blood, but I do get very lightheaded, almost pass out. Not from looking at it, but from dealing with it. <laughs> so like my, mm. my son decided to, this is when I was moving into my first home and moving my washer down with a friend into the basement. And my son decides that he's going to go ahead and start unpacking the boxes. So he takes the scissors apart, right? You can unsnap yeah. them. And instead of cutting it downwards, forward and towards you, no, he decides that he's going to go forward and up. And so I'm sitting there and I hear mom. I'm like, okay, just hold on. I'm just trying to get this in. Mom. Oh shit. That sounds important. (laughs) Uh, figure this out. Drop the washer on the stairs. Like my friends at the bottom, like, too bad sorry <laughs> hope it doesn't push you run up the stairs and I get up and like right here between the forehead like between the eyes right above the nose there's like a huge gash and just blood's coming all the way down his cheek over his face oh dripping. my god you know it wasn't that big of a cut but you know the face gushes but all the blood yeah oh. and I'm like okay it's okay I will tell you this much I can be the calmest cucumber under pressure that is the one thing that like throughout all of my military career, everyone's like, why are you so calm? And how are you so focused? I'm like, I'm good under pressure, but I'm like, it's okay. School beans. Wait, come over here. Like I'm cleaning it up. I'm like, okay, we got this, like pressuring it, trying to wipe it down. And I'm like, I have my knees start getting all wobbly and I'm like, Oh, all right, hold on. Mom needs to sit down for a second. Hold on. Well, especially when it's your kid. Oh no, it wasn't. It, I didn't even, but that's the thing though. I don't think about it. My body just reacts like, and to me, blood is nothing yeah. like there was a, for another example, right? Like a dog, there was a dog that at the dog park, he was just excited. He was one of those big Luffy uh, pit bulls. You know what I mean? Like not the vicious ones, but the, like the blue, blue mm-hmm. like the puppies, right? Mm-hmm. Huge tongue gulping in and out, got really excited, bit down on his tongue and the, and he bit it just perfectly that he hit like right where an artery was and it was squirting blood out. Oh, geez. And this lady was freaking out. Oh my God. I'm like, okay, mind you again, I wanted to, I had shifted when I was in high school from being a marine biologist thinking, don't ask me why girl. I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't the brightest in high school, but if I can't be a marine biologist, maybe I'll be a veterinarian instead because that's, <laughs> that's not going to be a problem. Don't ask me. I wasn't the smartest. So I did a few, <laughs> I did a few uh job shadows thinking if I couldn't be a vet, also I could at least be like a veteran, a vet tech, 
you know, like I could help out. What I didn't realize yeah. is they do a lot of the blood suturing mm-hmm. and work. <laughs> yeah. That's not going to work yeah. when you back out. All from the dirty stuff. <laughs> well, I'm like, it's okay. You just got to put pressure on it, you know? And I'm like, that's going to be kind of hard with a dog that's trying to play with all these damn dogs. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you just got to put pressure on it. So I'm trying to hold this. But I have no idea, girl. I'm not lying to you. I'm putting pressure, trying to hold this damn dog's tongue. I'm getting blood all over my hands. I mean, I literally looked like I tried to kill someone when I walked to like back into my apartment. Everyone like was staring at me. Oh my God. But I didn't get lightheaded. Why? Like, I don't get it with the dog. I didn't get lightheaded, but with people, I get lightheaded. My friend tried to get her lip pierced by a freaking druggie and the guy screws it up. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. He pierced mine just fine, but apparently the drug started kicking in when he got to her lip <laughs> and it halfway comes out. And so I'm trying to get it through the hole. She's like, just get it through. Just finish it. He's like, no, let me go back. I gotta find the other hole. She's like, don't let him go back and just get it through the other hole. Like she got through the back, but not through the front. Like, what possessed you to go to this person to get a piercing? Oh, girl, just we out were, of curiosity. We were 16 and the state of Washington uh, 18. Okay. So we were like, Got hey, it. he'll do it for an extra 20 bucks. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> uh, yeah, see, I have a, it's a little dent. Yeah, it ended up mm. chipping my tooth too later, you know, because the backs are flat. So when you try uh, to chips, you know, it gets in the way sometimes. Oh. But yeah, no, he was high. I guess he had, she said, she's like, you didn't see him smoke crack. And I was like, what? When did you see that? She was like, when he was on the porch, when we were pulled up, I was like, girl, I was the one driving. You know, I got to put it in the park, got to turn it off. <laughs> I'm like, I'm glad you had time to check that out. Cause you have told me like maybe before we paid him and came up, probably could have canceled my idea. Like, but no, it didn't tell me till like afterwards. So I guess the drugs were really kicking in. Yeah. Uh, do you know? Cause you know how they, how those hooks work, right? Like, so they, the hooks are kind of like a U and you mm-hmm. screw on the, you know, the, usually it's like a horseshoe, right? For the lip or whatever. Yeah. They screw it on one end. So when they pierce it, it kind of goes through, it's supposed to be mm-hmm. Well, apparently he didn't screw it in all the way. Cause he was like half pie. Oh. And so it went through the one and it just came off the hook halfway through her lip. And oh. so it wasn't bleeding horribly, but trying to like push it through. And then of course my, oh, oh there's blood. Oh. I'm trying to, <laughs> I literally, I was able to get it through. And then I had to go run over to the chair with my head, like an ostrich down. Like, <sighs> oh gosh. <laughs> I was like, don't pass out. Don't pass out at a crackhead's house. <laughs> oh my goodness. Sorry, there's mine aren't in bed yet. Uh I'm 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 on a video. Can you go back now? Sorry. <laughs> my my youngest is still up. She's usually in bed by now, but um her grandma called to talk to her from Malaysia, and so she's she's on a video call with her. But... From Malaysia, wow. Mm-hmm yeah so is dad so dad is from another nationality then yes yeah he's indian um, oh wow yeah and they they live near uh kuala lumpur in malaysia so he's the only one from his family here all the rest are back home 
Oh, wow. Oh, so let's dive into that. Cause I'm totally, now I'm all intrigued. Okay. So, <laughs> so are you from Lubbock? I'm from a small town outside of Lubbock. So I grew up in an itty bitty tiny town, um, probably about 30, 40 minutes east of Lubbock. Okay. So you're from around the area. How did you mm-hmm. two meet? We met at a haunted house here, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, okay. So how did he come there? Is he an exchange student? No. Well, so initially he was, uh, I mean, at one point he was, but that's not how he ended up in Texas. Um, he, when he got out of high school, he went to St. Cloud okay. for about eight years. Oh, well, not in school the entire years, of course, but, um, and then his dad was murdered. So he went back to Malaysia and they had a, they had a shop, they had their own store. Um, and so he went to help his mom and sister. And then he was there for a while and he met his ex-wife online and they talked for a while. She is from here. So he ended up moving here, but that didn't work out, but he liked it here. He had a good job here. He was making friends. So he decided he wanted to stay and then we ended up meeting after that. So wow, that's yeah, exciting. that's the short version. <laughs> that's a short. <laughs> yeah, so, somewhat short version. Wow, that's so cool, though. So wow, so so he so his family then is from India, and then they moved to Malaysia. Then so his mom is from there, from from there, Malaysia. His dad is Sri Lankan. Oh, okay, so that makes sense then. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Wow. So. His That's dad moved. His dad moved Yes, yeah, and he speaks. He speaks four languages. Um, living in living in Malaysia, their their primary language is Malay. Um, but then he also his he and his family speak Bamon, and then he grew up in a Chinese neighborhood, so he also speaks Cantonese. Oh wow! And, and then they learn English when they're really young in school. Um, so so he knew English before he came to the U.S. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah. Like I went to college to learn uh, Chinese pinyin. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I was in there and I, I was like, wait, you're Chinese. And she was like, yeah, but I know Cantonese. And I'm like, isn't that cheating? And she's like, no, because Cantonese is different. It's a mix between like Laos and that and Hong Kong and, and, and Chinese. She's like, it's like slang. And mm-hmm. she's like, and I'm here to learn actual like Mandarin. And I was like, I still feel like that's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then, apparently they're they're quite different. It is, yeah. So when we were going through it, I was like, I was really surprised where I'm catching on. And she was like, I am struggling. And I'm like, how are you struggling? And she, the problem was is that some of the words were so close in Cantonese that it was hard to connect it to other words uh-huh. in Mandarin for her. And so I was like, oh, okay. But I loved it. I loved uh, the language. It was something I really enjoyed. My husband laughs at me. He's like, you should have married an Asian. I was like, <laughs> I love like Korean food. I love speaking Chinese. And I, I love the, not everything. I'm not gonna say I love everything about the Chinese culture, but I love the, you know, the honor and like the colors meaning, you know, like red meaning an honor. And, you know, there should be honor towards your family and elders and things like that. I feel like mm-hmm. there needs to be more of that. I went to the restaurant the other day, you know, cause I dash if you've listened to this podcast for more than just one episode you know i dash because mama <laughs> likes the money and mama likes to go out on nice dates <laughs> mm-hmm. mama doesn't like to dive into her already budgeted fixed income <laughs> yeah and so 
but I had hands full of like two orders and this person ordered like everything on the damn menu. I have like four huge bags and this gentleman and his older son, and I say older as in like probably 18 to 20, they're on their phone like this, looking down, they look up, look at me, see me standing right next to the door, hands full, and then look back down at their phones. And oh. I go, and I literally go, well, good to know that chivalry and politeness have gone out the damn door. And I <laughs> pushed the door open and left out. Like I was so mad. God. And my husband goes, well, we'll just know to teach our sons, you know, better. And I go, honey, I'm not trying to be racist, but they were Mexicans. And I said, you better damn well teach our boys better because I'll smack you if you don't. <laughs> no. I'm very fortunate. My, my husband is very, very much that like any door he's got and even the car door. And, and we've been together quite a lot of years. And anytime I get in and out of the car, he's right there next that's, to me and just, yeah. That's how Jesse is. And that's where I told him, I mean, the first thing I text him, I didn't even tell him what happened. I was just like, I am so blessed to have married the gentleman that you are. And he was like, where did that come from? <laughs> the first thing I was like, where did that come from? You know, but that's mm-hmm. it. And it does. It just, it shocks me that why is that not a thing anymore? And it's, and I don't, I don't expect that if my hands weren't full, I'm not asking them to come in. My hands are full. Whether I'm yeah. old, young, another man, just politeness. My hands are full. Do you really want me to drop all my food? Would you really like to see that? What if it dropped and spilled on you, right? When just, yeah. just be nice and help open the door. Like, a little uh, bit of kindness. It really does go a long way, mm-hmm. you know? And it just, uh, I, I was, I was just flabbergasted. Just like, really? And I held an open on my way in. Like that's, that's just coming out. Now coming in, mind you, this is like a restaurant that is, um, it's a very go-to place for, um, the Spanish community in this area. I haven't been there yet. I really want to take my um, husband's mom because she has, she's, she speaks a lot of Spanish. She's only speaks Spanish here. Um, And I think she might like it. Just, I've looked at the menu. It looks, you know, it looks like she might like it there. And, um, but there was an elderly woman coming out with her daughter who was in my eyes, I would say elderly too, but, but, you know, younger than her, you know, 60s and the mom was probably like in the 80s and um you know I held the door open and the mom just looked at me the elderly lady and she was in a what are those like a walker yeah like the ones that sit you can sit in too you know Mm -hmm. and she just looked at me like this mean face like I was like I smiled her hi and then the (laughs) the daughter looked and she's like thank you I, I get it. There might be like a language barrier. That's fine. She said, thank you though. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take the words. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, you're welcome. Have a good day. <laughs> totally. But it was just kind of like, why is she giving me the mad eye? Like the older lady. Some people are just naturally grumpy. I think. Yeah, that's true. I should probably force her to go get a pedicure. <laughs> <laughs> go get those bunions off those feet, lady. <laughs> Soften you up a bit. <laughs> yep. Get some pampering. Uh, right. For some. <laughs> wow. Well, that's exciting. So um, 
So in your house, so, cause I know for mine, so my family, you know, as you know, we're blended, we're Spanish, but then of course I love, I love to try new recipes. So I do a lot of, um, Korean Chinese. Um, I tried my hands at corn tortillas the other night. I felt very proud of myself. Oh, Authentic nice. corn tortillas. My husband said they look damn good. I was like, I looked at his, I walked in. I was like, yo estoy muy perfecta, mexicana esposa. And she was like, oh. <laughs> so I said, I don't know if you know what it was, but I said, uh, I am I am the perfect Mexican wife. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then she comes in, she's like, I don't know. And she starts talking and criticizing my tortillas, you know. <laughs> she's oh, like, Dios, Gabriel. You know, like, I'm just joking. And then, um. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I always like to try something different. Do you guys, but I do find that my husband tends to lean more towards, you know, Spanish food. Cause he grew up with that, you know, but I really try to get my kids to try a little bit of everything. You know, I also make, um, Ponset, which is Filipino. I also like to make, um, curry and rice and the end. Mm-hmm and try to really blend things up. Do you guys, um, with your husband, do you feel like, um, he tends to kind of like stick with certain things he grew up with or like certain things, or is he pretty well diverse? I mean, I would assume since he's, his family's pretty well mixed and he's been kind of ever, he's pretty well mixed. Yeah. So he eats a variety of everything, especially living here. Um, and he, he cooks a little bit of food from back home, but, but really that's about the only time we have that kind of stuff. And, and he, only has you know maybe two or three things that he makes um so I primarily do the cooking when there's cooking done in the house um and I don't know uh my kids love pastas they love uh, chicken alfredo is their favorite so we have quite a bit of that um tacos I don't know we just do a lot of easy stuff really um, where the variety comes in is usually when we go out to eat somewhere. So they, they try different things when we go out more than just cooking at home. Yeah, I, we, we really enjoyed, we, uh, I'm not going to lie. We kind of stuck with uh, red Robin. We don't really, <laughs> that was our go-to when we were in Spokane. Cause especially on Wednesdays, man, kids eat free or kids eat for a dollar. You know, we were like, yeah. So since we hadn't yeah. had it in gosh, almost two years, we're like red Robin. <laughs> man it's it I used to really love it um but lately it hasn't been as good I will tell you one of the things that I've started making a lot that they love is um Thai yellow curry oh and okay I it was surprisingly easy and my husband loves it like that's I don't know probably every other week that's that's something that he requests and um the, for the most part the kids love it my oldest is a little bit picky um, just because before I met my husband, I had never even tried any kind of Asian food. Honestly, my parents didn't eat that way. They, my dad was very picky. So my mom was pretty limited on what she made. And so I guess I just continued with that. My ex husband, so you are my kids. And, you are my <laughs> yeah. kids and I am your mom because that is my husband. If it is not red sauce, he doesn't eat cream sauce. <laughs> like I'm like ooh, chicken pot pie with cream of chicken soup and my husband goes disgusting I'm like gosh how can I change that yeah yeah so I was the child of of parents that were like that then I was the spouse of someone who was like that and so you know after 
after I divorced and then later eventually met my current husband he's like oh we're gonna get used to try some things and so he and his friend took me to all these different places and most of it I liked there was a few things I was kind of about but but for the most part I've, I've liked everything I've tried I don't do seafood still um, my husband doesn't like seafood <laughs> yeah. I always tell my husband give it a give it a girl scout no thank you bite girl scout no thank you bite <laughs> gotta give it a no thank you bite Beer battered cod is the extent, huh? Beer battered cod—that's the extent of my seafood eating. (laughs) That's just a fish and a chip, you know. It's a chip. Yeah. (laughs) He does this, which I don't get it. He's like, I tried it. I'm like, that is not a try. That is a dip on a toothpick. That is not Mm -hmm. a try. I go, you need to give me a freaking toddler spoon bite. Like that's that's a try. Oh my goodness. (laughs) But I've actually, so because he doesn't like cream sauces, right? So I can't do a chicken pot pie like he normally would do. So what I have actually done is I take like, um, I'll take like chicken broth and I'll actually put, um, it's called a slurry, which you actually use um, cornstarch to thicken it a little mm. bit. So I actually slurry it a little bit, chop up the veggies a little bit smaller. So it's a little denser. And then that's my chicken pot pie. Instead of it being cream, it's more of a broth. And then I do the same thing kind of with, um, for like a shepherd's pie, even though that's kind of already like that anyhow, but anything that's creamy based, I kind of do that because, oh, girl, I'm telling you, oh, just cream. (laughs) This mama would love to have an Alfredo sauce. Oh, that's, it's so good. Well, we don't eat beef in our house. I don't know if I've told you that, but we don't eat beef here. Is it because um, of his uh, family, uh, I would say, yeah. belief, I wouldn't say religion, but beliefs? Yeah, he was raised, um, his, his mom was Hindu, his dad was Buddhist, so they, they, don't, they don't eat it at all. And he doesn't practice anything, but just being raised that way, you know, it kind of grosses him out, and, which was fine with me. I didn't really eat a whole lot before we met anyway, and so it wasn't a big deal to me to not hardly have it. And, for a while I would have when you know when he's at work I'll be like oh I'm having a craving I'm gonna go out get something get a burger at lunch while he's at work and now I'm getting to where I can't hardly stomach it but the last time I tried to do that I think I ate one bite and thought I was like I was just gagging and so I can't I can't even stand the smell of it anymore so oh, yeah so okay. no so beef in our house we invite you over no beef <laughs> <laughs> yeah we eat a lot of chicken um we eat some pork and then when he makes curry sometimes he uses lamb uh, which I never thought I would like. Uh, that was the first time I tried. It was when I was pregnant with our daughter and he had made some and I was surprised how, how much I enjoy it actually. Yeah. If it's cooked, right. I've had it cooked mm-hmm. horrible. And I'm like, ah, this is oh. like really chewy and it's, yeah, it's really chewy. It's really bad. Um, we had up in Spokane, Washington, right? Where I'm from, we have what's called the Marrakesh and it is amazing. It is Moroccan food, right? And it is a five course meal. It's like 25 bucks, but it starts out like you get bread, you get lentil soup and then with like little bits of beef shreds in it. And then you have, um, like salsa, it's, I can't, it's not even salsa. That does it like no justice. I don't know how to say it. Like <laughs> it's like a vinegar, light lemony, uh, fresh veggie salsa. Like, 
like a hmm. oh I can't even say salsa because you think tomatoey like chip salsa but it's not a salsa it's like a is it like a puree type no or? that's what I'm talking about is it's it? like it's like it's like if you took tomato onion really salt like light just took those chopped up mm-hmm. with a little bit of lemon juice and some vinegar tossed that just like that and put it on a plate that's it like that light it's delicious yeah. with some bread some sourdough bread amazing and then the third course you're not gonna wrap your head around this i know it sounds weird but it tastes amazing ground chicken with scrambled egg with like nutmeg and something else wrapped in phyllo dough topped with powdered sugar and cinnamon baked oh so it's crispy and crunchy and you like grab a little bit of the phyllo dough and powdered sugar with the egg and the chicken and you eat it crazy but it's good and then your fourth meal is whatever you pick which i always used to pick the lamb with the um you could pick like prunes they had a prune and raisin which was kind of good with um like a jasmine rice pilaf or um you could do like a veggie with tomato i know i'm getting myself all hungry i just ate dinner what the hell (laughs) um Um, the other one I liked was the braised, um, the braised lamb or the braised chicken. And if you ordered ahead of time, he could actually get you, and I'm not kidding you, braised rabbit. Oh, you could order ahead and he'd give you a half a rabbit braised. Oh, so good. Tender is really fatty, really fatty. It was like, kind of like eating the dark meat of like a turkey or a chicken. That's how it tastes. It's really good though. And then, um, but it's always on like, you had rice and then you had veggies on top and then you had the meat on top of that. And then your fifth meal is a slice of baklava and you're all sitting on the floor on bags, like in Morocco. Oh, nice. Yeah. That was actually where we eloped. We didn't tell our family. We first date was December 10th. We got married February 10th at supposed to be at seven o'clock at night. Husband showed up like 7.45. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, are you coming anytime? I got out late. Uh, they were at the shooting range. She was in the Air Force at the time. Mm. So. Um, but it was just me, my best friend, Heather, and her husband, Wes, and the officiant. And that was our little eloping group. And I treated oh. everyone out to our five-course meal dinner. And we stood up in the middle of the restaurant and eloped and enjoyed dinner. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But that was, that's, oh, I'm like, if I could find somewhere like that, I would eat there every day. <laughs> like if I could isn't figure the, out a recipe. Isn't the eloping just so much easier? It is and like, we've been wanting to do the wedding. Like we wanted to do the wedding shortly after that, but like our life got turned upside down and crazy. And it's like, mm. now that's kind of settling. We're like, okay, let's get the house. We'll get the property. And in my head, I'm like, Ooh, I want to put the, ha- I want to do the wedding at the property. And then like have the like reception somewhere else, you know, cause that's like a big thing here in Mexico or like in Texas. I never realized that, but like having like party halls and stuff. Mm, yeah. I didn't realize that was such a big thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I'm like, oh, we'll just do that. We'll have everybody park there, bus to the house for the, you know, wedding part. And then the reception will just go back. (laughs) You guys go make a fool over there, make a mess over there. And then I'll just go home. (laughs) Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, in, initially when we eloped, I thought I would want that. I would want to have, you know, eventually have a wedding with the, with people here and, or at least, at least the, the after party. But now I'm like, oh, I think I'm good. I, I don't, I don't think I need that. I'm, I'm happy with the elopement and I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. So you guys eloped like too, a lot huh? Of yeah, we did. Um, we all... From the moment we met, we just talked about, you know, the cheesy Elvis elopement in Vegas and how how funny it would be. And um, we talked about doing it for a long time. And then we had planned it. And the weekend we were supposed to fly to, to Vegas was when they started canceling all the flights from COVID, like when COVID first started. Oh, no. So we were like, well, shoot, I guess we can't do that. So um, we just kind of chilled out. And then over the summer, we thought we'll try again and his job made a rule that you couldn't leave the state because of um, COVID so we actually stayed here in Texas we went to Austin we looked in Austin and we found we found an Elvis impersonator in Austin turns out he was actually from Lubbock oh and he yeah he got divorced here and didn't want to stay near his ex-wife so he was like yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna take off so he went to Austin and <laughs> He does, he does weddings as Elvis. And so we, we were still able to get the, the cheesy Elvis thing, but we got yeah. married on a hillside in Austin and um, it was super fun. It was only the three of us and it was so amazing. It was just, but I will tell you, unfortunately, the most memorable part of that day was I broke my toe <gasps> as we were getting ready. Oh, so no. we're, in the, <laughs> we're in the hotel room and his shoe is by the mini fridge. And I am, I'm like walking around getting ready and I'm headed back to the bathroom. And I guess my foot hit head on in the shoe, but the shoe caught the mini fridge. So the shoe didn't move. It stayed still. My toe moved and bent like the oh. tip of my toe bent sideways and I had to pop it back into place. And I was like, oh my God, as we're getting ready to go get married. And so I still, I still, I still wore my wedges. I walked all the way up the side of this hill with my broken toe and um, it was quite painful, but it's, I don't know, something I can laugh about now. Now that we're married, can we go to ER please? (laughs) Yeah. And I didn't even do that. I was like, oh, surely it's not that bad. I popped it in the place. It's fine. And um, we came home. And then the following weekend, we took the kids to Dallas and went to Six Flags and walked at Six Flags all day. And after oh that, I was like, you know what? Maybe I made a mistake here. <laughs> I, I might have messed up. So, uh, you know, but of course you go in and they're like, uh, you can take your toes together. Like, that's always the answer. And I knew that was convenient. Or so. Um, so, so I did that. And now it just hurts when it's cold outside. Oh, God. It reminds me girl. of my oh. awesome Elvis wedding. So. <laughs> I think I'm just one of those, like, uh, I just want my families to get together. I don't know. I think the biggest thing is like, my dad has paid for all my siblings to get married. And I think it's like, but what about me? Like, and I asked my dad that one time, I was like, yeah, well, what about my wedding? He's like, well, you were stupid and went and got eloped. So what am I supposed to pay for? And I'm like, wow, thanks for the love. 
<laughs> so I'm gonna, like, even if it's small, I'm like, well, how about you just pay for like the drinks, dad? How about that? <laughs> like, yeah. Just help out, you know, but I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's just the nostalgic. I want my kids to see it, I guess. I guess, I don't know. Cause my son, my, my oldest, you know, he didn't even know we were married. He thought we we're still dating. And then like, we're like, yeah, we're married. He was like, what? You're what? I'm like, well, we're married. When? Since when are you married? And we're like, see this paper? And he goes, when did that happen? We're like, see these pictures? And he's like, what? Where was I? I'm like, well, you were at home. He's like, what? <laughs> so I think it's just for him, really, you know, like let him be a part of it and then now we have the other two so it's like let them be a part of it you know plus I don't have to have any of my you know nieces or nephews be a part of it I'm like oh I already have a ring bearer now and I have a little you know flower girl so Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah I think for me it was just I don't I don't really um get along with all of my family and so it was easier to not worry about like who to who to invite who not and yeah, it's just easier to be like, see you, suckers, and you know, <laughs> do my own thing. I feel like I should be like, if you want to come, come. If you don't come, I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> more food for me, more leftovers mm-hmm. for the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nope. I was I was thinking about that. I'm like, oh, that'd be really fun. We should have like a bouncy house. Like, I don't know why, but I hate it when people like, don't bring your kids. My brother. Uh, yeah literally was so worried that my son was going to ruin his wedding that come to find out his wife's friends were the ones that like destroyed the house and stuff after the wedding. And I'm like, oh. you're worried about my kid. <laughs> you know, it's weird. My husband and I were just talking about that the other day. And he said, you know, if, if someone invites us to the wedding and they say no kids, I'll be like, no, thanks. I'm not going. Yeah, we have too many kids to just to just be like no well and that's but that's also it's kind of like I don't know I feel like that's the same thing as going I want you but don't bring your husband mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's a part of you that's I I feel like that's disrespectful like if someone's like don't bring your kid I'm like well then you ain't getting me too bitch <laughs> fuck off yeah like, I'd walk out <laughs> like no like you don't get it I feel like there's a straight disrespect to my child like, like if I was to actually, well, I, I do, I still do because I have never worn my wedding dress. I purchased my wedding dress. I never got to wear my wedding dress. I want to wear my damn wedding dress. <laughs> you didn't wear it when you eloped? No. I mean, oh. that was, I just wore a dress I had. I was like, I like this dress. I'll wear this dress. I went and picked a wedding dress afterwards. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I wanted to have the wet, you know, the actual wedding in front of family and stuff like that. So yeah. I'd still do, it might still be small, you know what I mean? But I'm like, I'll have like a area for the kids, bouncing house, whatever, like hire a nanny or something to watch the kids because yeah. the kids are a part of us, you know, let them have fun. They're, they're part of the family as much as your parents are, as much as your aunt and your uncle and everything else. Mm-hmm. they're loud they're loud that's part of it yeah get over yourselves I just yeah I couldn't I couldn't handle it if someone told me no kids allowed and I, I really do I honestly feel like the only reason my brother even had my kids is because I I'm family 
and yeah. I probably wouldn't have kids. I'd be like, oh, well, bye. Guess I ain't coming <laughs> to your wedding. One less gift for you. <laughs> mm. Yeah, no, I think I think that's ridiculous. And it needs to stop. Mm. I, I mean, I mean, maybe if I was younger, I guess I could see that, right? You know, like if you were younger, like if you and me were back in our like 20s, 23, 24, we ain't got kids. Or majority of our friends ain't got kids. I could see that. But then yeah. it's also disrespectful for that one friend who maybe does have a kid. Oh, sorry, yeah. Samantha. You know, you got a kid. Don't bring mm-hmm. it. Sorry that guy knocked you up and left you for the, you know, wayside. But, you know, don't come to my <laughs> wedding. <laughs> yeah, because they just assume, like, everybody can get babysitters and, you know, have access to that. Okay, so before I close out, I always like to ask my guests a question and since you are um, a mom and you've had kids previously and then you've gotten to you know and you have a blended family and it's large and I'm I forgot to ask you have you always um, been a real estate agent or did you get into that no um, this is actually my fifth year of doing real estate oh okay so you've you had the what shifted for you to get into real estate Um, I had not worked for a long time. I was a stay at home mom and, um, my kids were getting older and ready to do something for myself. Oh, I love it. So that's kind of where my question was at. I I thought that was the answer, but I just wanted it for also for my listeners. So, um, I always like to add a question and for anybody listening that might be inspirational or helpful just something that you've learned that you could give them a little snippet of advice, kind of like you would tell your like 15 year old self, (laughs) um, (laughs) basically someone who may be in that point where they're transitioning, you know, and they're maybe looking at real estate or trying a new job. Maybe they've been laid off for a while or stay at home mom, um, like you were or whatever the situation might be for them. Um, what kind of advice could you give them about moving on to that next step, whether following your dreams or following a new job, whatever that could be. Wow. Okay. Um. <laughs> it's okay. You have a second. I'm not, you don't have to like think on the moment. If you need to think of the second, that's not a problem at all. Okay. Um, I think the main, oh gosh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Are you okay? I... Yes, I'm good. I'm good. I think the main thing is just knowing that nothing is permanent. So if you decide that you're going to try a specific path and it turns out you don't like it, you are not stuck there forever. You know, you have options as long as you want to put in the work, you, you have lots of different choices. I think that's, that's perfect. You know, definitely. I mean, um, Many people don't know that, you know, I worked for, I was in the military and then after the military, I worked for the post office for six years. And after like three surgeries back to back to back, Mm -hmm. it got to the point where I just was like, I'm kind of tired of this. And I was like, I'm going to be a stay at home mom. That was scary. I'm not going to lie. It was so scary to go from Mm -hmm. like almost, I think I was making almost 3,600 a month 
you know, but I was busting my butt. And then with the surgery, I was really making nothing because they didn't have to give me time because my job, because mine was related to my military work, had nothing to do with my postal work. And so it was scary. I was like, well, we're already not really making money. So we'll just try and make this work. And that was in July of 2018. And here we are entering into May of 2022. So almost four years. And you know what? We haven't gone belly up. <laughs> You're right. Though. You put in the work. It's not going to come to you. Yeah. Um, even a stay at home mom, like, oh, this will be easy doing lot. Oh my gosh. Girl. Oh, absolutely not. Right. <laughs> Yeah. When, you, when you're not in it, you think that's not too bad. I could do that. And then you're in it and you're like, what was I thinking? Why did I choose this? <laughs> Can I just go and give someone my time for some money? <laughs> this is yeah. So, but I agree. I, I, I think it's great. You, you nailed it right on the head. Just, you got to put in the work for it, but everything's possible, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, what hit me too was, uh, maybe this will be inspirational to somebody, but a close friend of mine said, if you allow this job to keep you here, it'll eat up everything you dreamed of. Mm. And that was someone who told me that at the post office. And it was like, and I was like, wow. She's like, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's great pay, but that's the problem. You get good pay. So you keep working. And you get that little bit of vacation and then you keep working, 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 working for the rest of the year. So you get that little bit of vacation again. She's like, but if you want to take time off, she's like, don't let this hold you go do it. Yeah. And that was, I was like, oh, that's a great idea. And that was kind of what kind of pushed. I'm like, you know what? She's right. I don't want this to be my life. So, well, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much again for coming on and you're very welcome. You know, well, all I got to say is if anybody's looking for a star realtor in Lubbock, Texas, (laughs) Sarah is the girl to go finding. (laughs) Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And we'll definitely have you on the show again. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, and again, if you're listening, subscribe, like, whatever. I'm on Spotify, Reason, RSS, and wherever else you can find me, I guess. I'm still working on that. Soon to be on YouTube too. Woohoo! All right. All right, you guys, like, subscribe, and we'll see you again next episode.